Hello all and welcome back to another episode of Movies and Us, a weekly gathering place filled with conversations about movies, stories, and connection. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen. And today we are going to be reviewing the film Winnie the Pooh, colon, Blood and Honey. What a collection of words. <laughs> I'm really impressed that you can say that name without bursting into laughter. <laughs> it's quite an accomplishment. I mean, Winnie the Pooh should not be right next to the word blood ever, ever. But here we are. It is separated by a colon. They are True. very close to each other on the page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're in for a treat today. During this spooky season, the month of October, Sarah, kick us off with an IMDb summary for Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This should be a good one. (laughs) After Christopher Robin abandons them for college, Pooh and Piglet embark on a bloody rampage as they search for a new source of food. Hmm. Of food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's some there's some interesting bits in that uh, one in that summary. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I have some questions, but we yes. shall get into that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay, so let's start off with our one sentence summaries for this gem of a film. Mine is <laughs> not listening to women has devastating consequences. Ooh, yes. That is great. This is Thank true. You. This yes, is a very creative way to get that message across to the masses. I, <laughs> I applaud the creativity. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What a way to go to, to talk about the importance of listening to women. Wow. <laughs> Who knew we would Honestly, find that in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? Yeah. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is a exploration of gender roles and gender dynamics. Little did we know. Little did we know. Mm-hmm. I was not prepared for that, so <laughs> that was fun. My one sentence summary is: "Pooh says boo." <laughs> Honestly, it's what came to mind first, and I went with it. And it's three words, so it's very. It's pleased. literally perfect. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it is my favorite one sentence summary I think ever (laughs) like I think you just rocketed up to the top spot oh man I'm taking a page out of your book with the three word one sentence Mm -hmm. summaries got a couple of those under your belt I'm coming for your brand well done (laughs) hey you are welcome to my brand anytime feel free (laughs) okay well uh Let's dive into our initial thoughts of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. And in this first section, we will not spoil the, you know, storyline of this film, the screenwriting genius of this film. Watch the film before continuing to listen to this episode. Okay, Sarah, tell me your thoughts about Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I don't know how to have uh, a serious conversation about this movie. <laughs> I know. I this is not going to be a serious conversation, though. No. I so my notes are primarily lots of questions, and then also Wonderful. me just like wanting to rewrite the movie. Ooh, uh, love it. So I I think we're gonna have a lot of fun, but I do think that this is another contender for a watch along episode. Yes. Uh, 
we're going to have to figure out how to do that one of these days because we keep running into these movies that would be really, really fun to have a watch along. Oh and uh, this is one of them. Oh, we would my have gosh. a blast. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So thoughts about Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yes. Where did your brain go? My, yeah. So this movie is not good. Uh, <laughs> I I really do like the premise, though. I think that that is super interesting. Mm-hmm. This idea of, and we've seen this a lot, where where beloved characters are reimagined as something else. And I I think this is a fun way to explore Winnie the Pooh. Like, why not make them, you know, these Deranged. bloodthirsty murderers? Sure. I yeah. And the fact that it all starts because they feel rejection and abandonment and all of these things and they're left Mm. to fend for themselves. And so then they start murdering essentially like that to me is very interesting. And then you get into the movie itself and it's very not good. So I, I am disappointed that they had such a good premise and they squandered it. Um, So that's why I was like trying to rewrite the movie while I was watching. The other thing that I kept thinking while watching is I would like to see more horror films, particularly like slasher movies written by women, because the whole time I was watching this, I was also going, nope, that's that's not what a woman would do in that Mm -hmm. situation. Like so. And I get it. Women are not a monolith. Also, in stressful situations, we make bad decisions. Like, I've never been chased by a murderous bear and pig before, so I don't know how I would respond in that situation. (laughs) But at least if we could have some responses that are a little bit more close to reality, I think it would make a better and more interesting movie rather than everybody making the stupidest choices that you possibly have available to you. It's frustrating. So I would like to see more women writing slasher films. Mm. And I think that that would make for better slasher films. So that is my request to all of the the movie script writer people out there. More women writing horror movies. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> There's a couple of moments in this film where I was like, wow, the male gaze is uh, alive and well in this movie and they're not subtle about it at all. At all. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, This seems like it's weirdly indicative of where society is at. I don't feel great about this, but um, I don't watch a lot of horror slasher. So I I also had the thought of like, is this a tropey part of what's often included in this genre? My guess is, probably so or maybe so I don't know um I know you're not also like a huge horror slasher person so we are both the wrong people to be Mm -hmm. comparing this to a lot of other films but yeah um ironically I think that this this I agree with you the premise has so much potential and there's a way to do like a bad movie in a way that is highly entertaining and incredibly rewatchable and just like has a good time and this movie doesn't do that I wanted there to be just more ridiculous over-the-top moments and 
it plays it pretty safe, honestly. Like it's it's pretty straightforward. Um, the kills are like there's some interesting variety in the way that people die, but nothing that we haven't seen before. Like they really should have leaned into this IP, you know? Um, there is one moment with somebody's tail that I was like, see, this is mm-hmm. he needed mm-hmm. more of this. It's maniacal and absolutely deranged and really weft up but I'm like you're making good use of the IP I love that this is happening um my brain was going in like 10 million different directions while watching this movie I just had a running commentary in my head so I am here for the watch along experience that we will do one day for this movie um yeah all my notes are just like ridiculous random things to be honest Fantastic. This is going to be a ridiculous random episode and I am here for it. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, okay. Let's include a spoiler here. If you haven't seen Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, um, carve out 90 minutes of your day to experience some cinematic genius happening here and then continue to rest, listen to the rest of this episode. All right. Grab some friends, do a watch along. That'll make it a really fun experience. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. That is key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Where shall we begin? Let's start with one of your questions that you had. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. Let's just, let's start toward the beginning of the movie. Okay. All right. So Christopher Robin abandons his friends to rudely go to college. How dare he? How dare he? What the hell, Christopher Robin? <laughs> Come on. Uh, the the film states that he wants to become a doctor. Okay. So he leaves. Five years later, he comes back with the fiance. And she remarks that he has experienced <laughs> so much success due to his imagination. And I'm sitting here going, hold the phone. Number one, I don't think that you can get a medical school degree in five years, but I'm also not a doctor and I don't live in the UK. I'm not sure what the rules are, but that seems real quick. Anyway, if you're in med school, I doubt that you're going to get ahead because of your imagination. I'm not going to list that in the top 10 strengths to get through medical school. Again, not a doctor, haven't gotten to medical school. I don't know. So I just, I have questions about his career path. Did Is he still trying to become a doctor? Or did he somehow become a doctor? Did he go to college and then (laughs) didn't like the idea of being a doctor? So then he published his stories about his imaginary friends and that is his success. Like, what what is happening here? Because they give Mm -hmm. weird bits of information that don't work together. They're so specific. (laughs) They're so specific, but they don't connect. So These what is going are on? Are the requirements for when you're looking for a doctor one day? The key yes. question to ask is, do you believe your imaginary friends from your childhood <laughs> are real? This is a great question to ask on a first date and also Honestly. of your doctors. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's just top of the screening questions now. I jotted down here. This is a dating red flag. Like homegirl is so calmly oh and patiently yes. walking him through this illogical argument around why Shirley, Pooh, and Piglet are not still there as she's like following him into the 
hundred acre woods. Like you said yes to this man to spend the rest of your life. And then I have questions for you. Yeah. We oh, need to get your friends girl. to stage an intervention. Yes. Yes. Let's get you out Where of this Where are relationship. her friends? Because mm-hmm. she needs to have better friends who can say like, hey, you're you're falling for this dude, so you don't have perspective, but I'm outside of the bubble, and I can tell you he is a walking red flag. Yes. Like, don't do this. She's saying, hey, Christopher, I don't feel safe. He completely mm-hmm. ignores her. Ugh, what an asshole. The worst. What yeah. an asshole. And yeah. multiple times she expresses herself so well. And is persistent. And she's like, hey, this is not okay. This is going to be bad. This is not safe. We should not be here. Like again and again and again. I'm like, why are you not listening to this wise, wise woman? (laughs) What an idiot. But also the script is so bad that they literally just take the same line and say it three times (laughs) again and again. It's true. Like, it's so, there's no creativity in that at all, at all. When he encounters Pooh again, it's the same thing. It's like they literally took that line and copy and pasted it, put in a couple, like, screeches in there. But it's the, we used to be friends. Why are you doing this? Ten seconds go by. We used to be friends. <laughs> Why are you doing this, Pooh? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Happening there. (laughs) Okay, yes. So no doctors with wild imaginations. Mm -hmm. Please. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just say no to that. At least not not a core requirement for doing well at your job. No. You keep that outside of your job. Yes, that's great. Please have a creative outlet. (laughs) But like when it comes to practicing medicine, let's stick to facts. Again, not a doctor, but that just seems to be a logical thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. One thing that I want to mention with the opening was, you know, I loved the little drawings that they did at the beginning. I yeah, thought those were great. Yeah. I, the thought that I had, this movie hadn't even started yet. We haven't even seen live action Christopher Robin live action Pooh live action Piglet yet, but I was like, if the whole movie was these drawings, that could also be pretty fascinating too. So my brain went down that path mm-hmm. for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, I had the same thought. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like a deranged animated Winnie the Pooh. That could be fun. Yeah. That sounds great to me. It probably would have been a better movie and with the production value than yes. this was. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So then it's five years later. Well, first okay, of all. Really Chris, quick, oh, no, we are in the five years later. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. His fiance dies. He, we don't know what happens to him. We find out later what happens to him. But yes, five years later. And then we meet these girls. Okay. So before we get to the girls. Oh, okay. I have a couple of other things. Okay. <laughs> that ready. I could not stop thinking about. Okay. So this is. This is me um, thinking too hard about this movie. And I'm very well aware of this. Uh, So when Christopher Robin and his fiance are trying to hide from Pooh and Piglet, they, it's stupid. I'm like, okay, 
A bear's strongest sense is its sense of smell. Same thing with a pig. Its strongest sense is a sense of smell. Yeah. How did neither of these creatures smell you there? Doesn't make any sense. Bears also have good hearing and good vision. So like even if he didn't smell you, which he would have been able to, he would have heard you. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. I get it. It's a movie they had to hide, but like there's or no like, attempt. I call BS. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there's like no attempt at either of them like either Pooh or Piglet like sniffing around and like following the scent. I'm like, come on, guys. Like, I'm not even I don't know that much about animals, but I do know that both of those have a strong sense of smell. So <laughs> we couldn't have written that in there somehow. But there's a reason that owl and rabbit are not the ones that are in this movie. Hello. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. There's a there's Different a there's a superpower that <laughs> Pooh and Piglet have <laughs> that help make them highly effective murderers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the film yeah. does not capitalize on it, which is a real shame. Honestly, the first kill happens real fast. Yeah. I'm like, give give me a little suspense. Like, take me on a journey. Right? You know what I mean? This happens in Cocaine yes. Bear, too. You know? Yeah. I want to earn the blood spilling. You know? We need to build some tension. Some stalking, mm-hmm. some some chase, yeah, yeah. She dies real the fast. Hunt is what helps make it exciting. You know, yes. you want to, you want the suspense of like, oh my gosh, they're they're being followed, or we see that there's a predator, but the person doesn't know yet, and mm-hmm. it's all of those things that build tension and suspense. And this mm-hmm. is just kind of like, oh nope, you're dead. Goodbye. Oh, okay. Yeah, within the first. <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Okay, so then another question that I had before we get to the girls is, presumably, uh, Pooh and Piglet and all of their friends existed in the Hundred Acre Woods before Christopher Robin showed up. I would assume. Yes. So they had to figure out a way to live before Christopher Robin. So then when Christopher Robin leaves, like, I get it. They are abandoned. <laughs> they are rejected. That's a lot of big feelings. I totally understand. But big the feelings, film yeah. makes it seem like they don't know how to fend for themselves and they don't know how to feed themselves. But they 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 were alive before Christopher Robin. So why couldn't they go back to whatever their food source was before? Unless their food source before was people. Was cookies. Then that makes sense. From Christopher Robin. But like, this doesn't make sense to me. Again, I am applying too much logic to this movie, but uh, I just, I'm I'm bothered by these little things that don't make sense. Well, when Pooh and Piglet are facing their uh, prosecution in court, I think they definitely need to be afraid of you because you've got some great arguments against their little uh, cover here. Their arguments around like, oh, we mm-hmm. had to go feral. We didn't we didn't have any other choice. They also killed and ate Eeyore. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. That, I just thought that, that was such an interesting choice. I mean, I was pretty amused by it, but also poor Eeyore. Justice for Eeyore. Yeah. You know? Justice for Justice Eeyore. Just like just 
slow and sluggish and down. He probably can't run as fast as him. I mean, doesn't mean what I want to know their choice mm-hmm. for going after your. Was there a discussion? Yeah. Was there a roundtable? Did mm. they weigh their options? You know? Yeah. Did Eeyore yeah, volunteer was it random? and we just didn't know? Mm. Yeah. I think what's, what's wild to me is like Eeyore is such a beloved character in the Winnie the Pooh franchise. And they just yeah. killed Eeyore off so quickly and without any kind of like remorse or any it was just like oh and they ate Eeyore and then we just keep it moving like what Mm -hmm. okay this just took a turn that I was not expecting right right maybe this is this was the screenwriter's choice for building like relationship with the character like oh yeah look how Mm. big and bad they are no empathy for you (laughs) you know they knew that our human little hearts would start to empathize because mm-hmm. we don't like being abandoned as human beings. It's very true. So yep. we got we, ha- then, we had to make them do something absolutely horrific. Our beloved God. Eeyore. How dare it they? It all makes sense now. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a very different movie if they'd killed off Owl or Rabbit. I mean, honestly, I would be upset if they killed off Owl. Because <laughs> Owl is legit, man. You want Owl yeah. on your side. Mm-hmm. Rabbit, I don't know anyone that had... A deep connection with Rabbit. Yeah, I don't Rabbit's know. I Rabbit's PR team needs to do a little needs to do a better job. <laughs> but wasn't Rabbit like kind of grumpy? It's, I don't really remember Rabbit to be honest. Rabbit was I remember being quite demanding, like oh. a little with the garden. Remember, oh, this is yeah, all yeah. very fuzzy. Also, where's Rue? Where's Kinga? Mm. Yeah. The mom? Honestly, I don't know the mom's name. Kanga is a mom. And she was probably like, I can see the writing on the wall for this. And I am not putting up with this. <laughs> Me and my kid, we're piecing out. And we're going to go find Why? somewhere else to live where it's better. Yeah. She probably did the she, right thing. She had a good head on her shoulders. I would like to think so. <laughs> no mention of Tigger because... Aren't we so glad that this story continues into its sequel, <laughs> Blood and Honey Part 2, and rest assured, Tigger is back with a vengeance, apparently. No mention of him, though. Eerie. No, none. Eerie. Which, again, is wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's keep going, because we'll be here all day. We can keep going. I have, I have no more things. Now we're to the girls. Please continue. Okay. So we get to the girls. We meet all of the girls. Um, one of the girls tells this whole story around being um, her dealing with her trauma being stalked, which that's that's a lot to deal with. But also, it never intersects with this plot again at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. What <laughs> did we chat GPT this in? You know, like, ooh, what would be something like? interesting and eerie to include in this like filler 10 minutes to get us to like start some exposition with these girls it never comes back we never learn who that was we have questions is this also Mm going to be answered in blood and honey too uh probably not because that chick presumably died so yep i mean it was just a random something or other random story Okay, do you have any questions in this section that 
the introduction to the trope we've seen a million times, university <laughs> students, you know, we're not always all there all the time in the brain at that age. <laughs> we don't make yep. the best choices. Oh, yeah. Jen, I have so many questions. Okay. Okay, so first off, this is one of those places that I want to rewrite this movie. Okay. Like, how do they end up at this house just in general? Does Who has the money in college for to rent a house like this? True. But also, like, how did you book this? Was there not a review site? Like, did you not research the area and see that there have been other murders? Like, I don't, how, how is this okay? How did we end up here? So I have a few other ideas for how you can get a group of people to this house that I would like to submit as alternate setups for the movie. Uh, number one, the town had a string of murders in the past, but they have solved that mystery, so they think, and are trying to rehabilitate the town and trying getting tourists back there. So maybe it was like really, really discounted or they're seeing ads or something like something like that. But it's at least addressed that there used to be murders, but the murders have stopped and they are solved. So people come and vacation there. Mm. That's my first mm -hmm. idea. Mm -hmm. uh, my second idea is she is a fan of the Hundred Acre Wood and is intentionally choosing to go there. So maybe there's like, instead of her going with her friends, she there's like a gathering there and like diehards. There's like a, a like a Hundred Acre Wood con. <laughs> and they're all going there and they're all staying there. So whether there's danger or not, it doesn't matter because they want to be at the Hundred Acre Wood because they like the Hundred mm. Acre Wood. Mm. Makes sense. Um, Can you imagine a scene of Pooh chasing a girl dressed up as Pooh and the way they could make the funniest silhouettes of that? Like right? a giant Pooh chasing a little baby Pooh? Yeah. It would be hilarious. Because <laughs> you got to dress up for the 100 Acre Woodcon, of course. You sure do. <laughs> so, like, my other thought that is, like, related to that one is – Christopher Robin, instead of going off to college to being a doctor, he publishes this story, gets very, very famous, yada, yada. He comes back and he is leading a tour of diehards through the Hundred Acre Wood. They get their revenge on Christopher Robin. And there could even be this tie in to like eat the rich commentary on capitalism. All of that can be in there mm. as well. Yeah. Or... It's the online community of people that have experienced abandonment and rejection in their life coming together, fighting for justice mm -hmm. for poo. <laughs> and I do like it. Their target Ooh. is Christopher Robin. I just feel like Christopher Robin needed to be woven into this overall story more. I was a, it was mm -hmm. a little lackluster. He kind of doesn't play a role in this at all. Yeah, yep. until he what? randomly shows up at the end to save the day. Where like, does he what? get this car? Right. He, How does he know he, where they are? <laughs> he is this jerk that we don't like, that we're not attached to. And then all of a sudden he shows up like he's a knight in shining armor. Are you kidding me? No, I don't want that. Christopher Robin, yeah. go away. 
he's kind of an asshole. They, the girls go in later on, this is a scene later on, and they help untie him. Not a thank you, sir. No? He's kind of rude. He's like, go, go after, go help her. Excuse me, why are you barking out commands at me right now? (laughs) Sir? I could tie you back up. I can leave you through the poo if you want. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, I like this 100-acre wood con idea. That's fascinating. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. A congregation of people that are really connected with these stories. Yes. I think that would be so much fun. Mm -hmm. But instead, we have five random college chicks there for no reason. No reason at all. Unrelated to Pooh and Piglet at all, too. No connection. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was fascinating to see that um, this question that I've had for years that I've been fixated on, is it a hundred acre wood or a hundred acre woods? And according to this movie, the sign says hundred acre wood, no S. But that doesn't make sense to me. Woods, you're going to the woods. You're not going to the wood. I have questions. You know, that's fair. Right? This doesn't make sense. I don't have an answer. I think I've always just thought that it was a hundred acre wood, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a hundred acre woods. No, I don't know. You, I haven't thought about it that much. It's backed up by this movie. There's the shots of the sign that lead to the to the to the forest. It says no S. So maybe so you a- are on the right side. I am wrong, <laughs> but I have questions. So, so <laughs> maybe my- a singular. <laughs> Forest is a wood. But if you're talking about like mm. going, so like if you're going to a specific forest, you are going to a wood. But if you're just talking about it in general, then it's the woods, mm. plural. Okay. I don't know. Also, English doesn't make sense. And this is taking place in the UK. So English is different between the two countries as well. So we got a lot of things happening here with this wood woods situation. Yes. So. Yes. I don't know. Maybe this is one of the breakout session of the Hundred Acre Woods Con. Ooh. You know? Like yeah. we could we could have a heated debate together, a healthy discourse around the official mm-hmm. plural mm-hmm. versus singular. <laughs> or maybe it's like two distinct factions and like the the wood group is this week. But then the Woods group is next week because they have irreconcilable differences. So like movie one happens during the Wood week and then movie two happens during the Woods week. Yes. So we just eat everybody. (laughs) Doesn't matter if you think it's Wood or Woods, you're still food for Pooh and Piglet. Yes. Yes. This is good. This is good. I like it. And, And then this movie is also then about the way that we, we create a uh, propaganda mob mentality within our factions, Ooh. our echo chambers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's real good. Pooh and Piglet are just stoking the fire. Stoking the fire. They're out their little computers online Ooh. just posting all kinds of incisive content for both sides. <laughs> they mm. have like bot farms set up yeah. that are just spewing content. Yes. Inciting, like inciting emotion on the social ah, medias as they should <laughs> gotta draw people to the wood or the woods depending on which category you fall into so that they can eat you 
Yes. So Pua Piglet are now not murderous, you know, they're not physically out there. They are in their basements wreaking havoc. Very good. <laughs> it's a different kind of horror. I love it. The, Very the different basement, kind of horror. The basement <laughs> of the Hundred Acre Woods. Yes. <laughs> okay, so we meet some girls. Yes, we do. <laughs> meet some girls. There's like a million shots of boobs. So many. Like, oh my it's gosh. Expensive. This is not subtle at all, people. <laughs> no. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I jotted down a note here that's just like, why are there boobs everywhere? Why is this necessary? But okay, moving on. We've covered that, the gender aspect of this movie a little bit. Uh, what's next on your list? Uh, how do these people know each other? Because they don't <laughs> actually seem to be friends. Um, just their their interactions with each other were awful. The dialogue yeah. obviously was so trash. Bad. But it was just like, you would not see these people together as friends. Like, this just does not make sense to me. There's no <laughs> group dynamic. There's no banter. There's no rapport. There's nothing to suggest that any of them actually know each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. They just needed five warm female bodies so that they can be murdered. To screech. And they did yeah. that. Screech. They, they needed female bodies. And they needed lots of screeching. Yes. Yes. This is a game I love to play when I'm out and about. I'm like, are you guys friends, family, coworkers? Oh, yes. That's I, a fun game. I love that game. It's such Me a too. good game. And <laughs> in this movie, they are strangers. They are coworkers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> strangers. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. I Also, none of them have any personalities at all. Like, <laughs> I can't tell any of them apart. No. No. And then this movie is dark for like 75% of it. So you're just like, okay, hair is flying as this girl is running and now she's dead. Well, I don't know which one died. One of them. Right? Of the I was like, I can't, I can't tell any of you apart. I don't know any of your names. I, I don't know any of I, I know none of you. The only name I remember is Alice because Alice is a beast. <laughs> Alice is the one that that goes for it with Piglet. Yeah. She's yeah, and I remembered Maria. She's the main chick yes. because Christopher Robin's girl was named Mary. And I was like, oh, we're getting really creative with our names here. Yeah. So, where, where is there anything next before we get to when Piglet dies? Uh, yes, I have one more thing. Okay. Um, it is revealed that Maria owns a gun. And I have some serious oh, questions yeah. about this. That's true. Because, I was wondering where she got the little shotgun from. Yeah, like the the UK has a lot stricter gun control laws than the US does. And so from what I've read, again, I don't live in the UK. I don't know the laws. This is from a real quick look on wikipedia that i half skimmed so i could be Uh, relaying incorrect information but from what i read you're not supposed to own a handgun like at all like Mm. you can get them for like specific things but like there's a lot of rules and a lot of hoops that you got to jump through and i read that self-defense is not a reason to own a handgun 
Again, could be wrong. This is Wikipedia. Uh, so does Maria own an illegal firearm that she has brought to the Hundred Acre Woods? Like, what is going on here? We have learned some information about Maria that I would like to unpack that the movie is not wanting me to unpack. But I couldn't yeah. stop thinking about that. Yeah. She probably has an illegal handgun because of her experiences that she's dealt with, is my guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she just whips that out casually. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's she's like, we need to defend ourselves. I've, I know what I've got. It's highly <laughs> and she just like randomly remembers it like an afterthought. Like, oh, guys, silly yeah. me. I brought my gun. Like, And then <laughs> there's one bullet in it. If yeah. not, if, if, if it, maybe it jams, but like, what are you doing? Why Does are she you firing? I forget. Uh, a lot that the, was the other chick who was tortured that they found takes the gun from her and then fires it before Piglet dies. Unsuccessfully. Yeah. Mm. But like, mm-hmm. that's, that's all that we see of the gun. Yeah. Like, okay. If you are an owner of a firearm, especially in the UK, like you, you have to know what you're doing. (laughs) I think there's a pattern here, which is that all of the humans, there's, we've got lots of things stacked against them right at this point, you know? Okay. When Piglet dies, the tide shift for me. I'm team Pooh. Okay. I'm team Pooh. Okay. I mean- you come for my family. You come for my friends. Everything he does after that is totally valid in my head. You get your revenge. This is John Wick, okay? Kill my oh, dog. Yeah. yeah, coming man. for you. There's a lot in common between the second half of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and John Wick. He is avenging the death of his dear companion. Hey, it's valid. I'm saying. Not only that. Mm-hmm. Not only that. But when he's surrounded by the four men that get out of the car that are coming for him. He, they're calling him fat. They don't know that Pooh's maybe got some insecurities mm. around his belly or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He calls, they call him a freak. He lets yeah. them hit him. Wow. And then he goes for him. But yeah. the empathy is rising heavily by that point in me. So I am team Pooh for the second half of this. And he triumphs. This is a win. He does. <laughs> I'm satisfied by the end. I'm like, yeah, Pooh. You go after the big, bad, angry humans that abandoned you. So this is not a tragedy, but this is a triumph. <laughs> this is I a see. triumph. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I love it. Team Pooh. All the way. Okay, what's next? No, I just very quickly on that. I really appreciate how many different methods of killing Pooh and Piglet <laughs> developed. Because um, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to kill you because I'm hungry and I need to eat. But like they stuff a body in a wood chipper. They run over a chick's head with a car. You know, like we got some some interesting killing uh, practices that they've developed. Mm -hmm. And so again, I have questions. Like 
do they in their basement where they are trolling <laughs> their fan club are they also watching like saw on repeat and just getting ideas and inspiration for their own killing spree like what is going on here how did they go from oh my gosh i'm so hungry i just need to eat something to like yeah man yeah. wood chipper that's mm -hmm. that's the best yes like that's mm -hmm. a leap yeah they probably absorb some of that imagination from spending all that time with oh. young christopher robin you know a little bit of that rubbed off Ooh. on them some okay. like poetic justice happening here so so maybe christopher robin was a real weird kid and he he oh. did want to be a doctor so he was obsessed oh. with like physiology and anatomy oh. yeah and so he he talked about these things maybe he he dissected some small animals <gasps> in the presence of Pooh and piglet oh, yeah. and everybody and yeah. that maybe started to spark their interest and then things the just range. escalated from there mm. see all roads are pointing back to christopher yeah he's a villain he's a villain <laughs> yeah he's a jerk he's a villain mm -hmm. he's ungrateful he yeah he is unfaithful to his commitments what yes. a terrible terrible person <laughs> Okay, so I have to ask you, if you could have a choice to face in battle in the 100-acre wood, you'd have to face Piglet or you had to face Pooh, who are you choosing and why as your foe? Oh, I, I would like to face Piglet. Uh, oh, just because he is not the main character in the story, he's, his name is not in the title of the movie. Mm. And so I think from virtue of that alone, I have a better chance of defeating him because my name is not in the title of the movie. And so it is unlikely that I am going to survive the movie. So if I can at least take out one bad guy, it's going to be Piglet. I'm not going to be taking out Pooh because his name yeah. is in the title. <laughs> That is so kind of you to ensure that the cinematic universe can continue on forward. <laughs> Thank you well, for your service. <laughs> I know how these things work. And there are certain characters who will have plot armor, no matter how mm. good of a fighter you are. And I feel like if your name is That's in the so title, good. most of the time, you're going to be wearing some sort of plot armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's so good. Especially when you've seen that Pooh, Blood, and Honey is in pre-production mm -hmm. <laughs> for a 2024 release. <laughs> yep. We get another one of these. Great choices. Great choices. Hmm. Who would you battle? My choice would have been Pooh. Heck yeah, girl. Because I think that Piglet's approach is a lot more maniacal. If you look at all his kills, let's take all of his kills in as, a da as data points here. All three of them. He's got like a slowness to his approach. Like he really wants to instill fear and make you suffer. And I think there's something maniacal about that. Pooh is so kind to do it fast. You know, <laughs> like let me bash your head against this and throw you in the wood chipper. Like it's quick, you know, there's a graciousness to his killing methods. So I would prefer for this to not be a slow burn. Like mm -hmm. take me mm -hmm. fast, please, Pooh. <laughs> 
he's very he's very he's very kind in his killing approach i really am loving how uh how complimentary you are of poo and how I'm team poo you are 100 percent team poo and i did not expect this movie or this review to go that direction i'm very pleased oh, with man. This. this is excellent this is not a good look for me when I'm, uh, I think, a couple episodes ago, empathizing with the uh, mob, the mafia, and now here I mean, in Team Poo. But you're, you're always empathizing with the mob or the mafia anytime we That's watch true. those movies. It That's just true. is what it is. <laughs> and it's great. It makes for a fun time. I just didn't realize that Poo mm. shared so many characteristics with the mob. Yeah. He's misunderstood. But we've learned a lot in this episode, so He's makes sense. Misunderstood. Yeah. I think that Pooh is in in studying for this role, probably watched a lot of John Wick, you know? Mm. To really mm-hmm. get into that like Keanu yeah. that vengeance, you know? Yeah. Yeah, gotta take He's everybody. Stoic. Out. Yep. He's got one facial expression, as does Keanu <laughs> in the John Wick series. <laughs> That's true. Oh, That's true. Red. And take out multiple guys like it's no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see him take out all four of those dudes? So fast. So fast. Okay, so I do I do have a question about those okay. four dudes. Um, yeah. And, and this relates back to my first question. But when the two girls are like, hey, somebody's chasing us, they're like, who is chasing us? And the four dudes <laughs> seem to know who that is. And I'm like, okay. How do they know that the bear's name is Pooh? How so? Is this is Winnie the Pooh canon in the story? So, like, it's a book that Christopher Robin published, presumably that everybody has read. Okay, but then why earlier when the girls were running, were they like a bear is chasing us instead of saying Pooh? You know, like I just. I have some questions about how these four dudes seem to know who Pooh was when the girls this didn't know that information earlier. Mm, maybe because of the younger generation and just are that not consuming be. culture, you know, like, <laughs> because you're right. You're so right. The one guy, when the girl, when he sees Pooh for the first time, he goes, Pooh, is that you? Are you on okay. drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Which I just cracked up at. Like, that's your response? Right? Like, oh, yes, my old friend. But are you on something? (laughs) Which I get. I mean, they look very different than the cartoons. So, sure. But Mm. also. You know what? I think the four. Inconsistency. The four men must have watched the live action Christopher Robin and (gasps) saw the the projection of perhaps Mm. the deranged pads that. Yeah these very adorable creatures are going on like this. If you chart this out, this is you landed poo blood and honey, you know, Mm, that makes sense. Mm. But this is the inevitable conclusion of the Christopher Robin movie that came out a few years ago, which by the way, it was our first review. So that's hilarious. But that movie was always destined to lead to poo blood and honey because Christopher Robin is a villain. Oh my gosh. See in that movie, poo try, they go all the way to London. Mm-hmm, they sure do. Go after him. Yeah. 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 And what do they get in return? Just a red balloon. That's it. For all their efforts. That's all Which they honestly, get. That red balloon was the best part of that entire movie. That was the only part that actually looked good. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, in that movie, honestly, I remember us talking about how the Hundred Acre Wood also looked a little eerie. It was like this grayish tone, super misty and smoky, and and it was terrifying. Do you remember talking about it? Like when they go down into the little Mm -hmm. hole and emerge into the Hundred Acre Wood? Yeah. There's got bluish grayish tones all over it. There's nothing cute and adorable about that. So it's on track. It's on track. Yeah, we're we're slowly going through like grayscale. So like the the colorful Winnie the Pooh of our childhoods is gone. So then a few years ago we went into this grayed, washed out Christopher Robin, and now we are into the dark Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. Yes. Okay, what's next? What's on our list? Okay, so the four dudes who are so creepy. Okay, yeah. can we also just acknowledge this? Like, these two chicks, you run up on this car with these four guys, and you're being chased by a homicidal poo bear. I'm not sure <laughs> which one I would choose. Like, either one oh, is dangerous. Great point. Yeah. Yeah, that was another moment in this movie where I was like, "They are not responding like uh, a normal woman would." Granted, I am not in that situation, so maybe I would make that choice. That just doesn't feel right, though. I think both are super dangerous, but yeah, I was real creeped out by the guys. They were very terrifying. That's so true. I didn't even think about that fact. Who would you rather choose? Yeah, I was mm. like, these are not safe people. Like, I mean, by sheer numbers, yeah. by sheer numbers, you would want to choose poo. Once yeah. again, team poo, but like also, yes. <laughs> like four of you. Oh, by that point, there's only two of them. But sheer numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Two yeah. against one poo bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I also, in that moment, wondered, like, okay, are these four dudes? Because they seem not safe. Are they going to try and attack these two girls? And then is Pooh Bear going to become a hero all of a sudden and take out <gasps> these four dudes to save the mm. two girls? Like, I thought that mm. that could have been a more interesting thing than what actually happened. Yeah. He could have some character development. And then in the next movie, See? he could have a crisis of conscience. You you lived out. This is real meta now. Right. Okay, let's take go on this journey with me. You lived out. The, the hope that Christopher Robin also had when he says, there's still some good in there, Pooh. Like, yeah. you saw it, too. I sure you did. You saw it, too. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Honestly, beautiful. I just wanted something more interesting than what the movie gave me. <laughs> and that would have been more interesting because it would have been unexpected. Okay, yeah. Tell me your thoughts about this ending. Uh, it's awful. Like... <laughs> I just I I hate I hate so many things. Okay, so they the girls get into the car. Mm-hmm. Okay. In front of them is Pooh Bear. Behind mm-hmm. them is Woods and no Pooh Bear. And instead of going <laughs> to where Pooh is not, they decide to go forward and hit Pooh Bear. Not yeah. thinking it through that I mean, okay, also number one, he's a bear. Like, Uh the bear would probably stop the vehicle. But anyway, it's fine. Whatever. They run over Pooh. He gets onto the car. Like, 
why wouldn't you run away from the bear? Why would you run toward <laughs> the bear after you've seen him kill all of your friends, these four creepy dudes? Why are we going towards the bear? I don't understand. <laughs> because so human beings, that's the thesis of this movie, is that humans kind of suck sometimes, man. Yeah, that's true. You know? That's true. Yep. I'm thinking, again, too logically uh, you are. when it comes to this movie. <laughs> that's my bad. But yeah, I mean, that's not the logical choice to kill this giant, giant Pooh Bear. Yeah, who seems to be indestructible. Like He really is. He really is. Because, again, plot armor. He also just, like, absolutely crushes those four dudes. Yeah. Like, how are you so strong, Pooh? What what are you eating? Like, what is your protein powder <laughs> brand? We must know. <laughs> In the next movie, there's going to be product placement for some sort of honey-based protein powder that helps Pooh get real strong. Yeah, something in that honey, man. I mean, there's probably like loads of testosterone. So it's really just like roid rage mm. is what yeah. it is probably. But mm-hmm. you know what? To each his own. Well, there's do also a shot of, of him eating the honey and like none of it's going in his mouth, <laughs> which is like indicative of the production value of this movie. <laughs> it's like a dude in a mask and he's like shoving drippy liquid at his face but like none of it's going inside the mouth there's a close-up of it early in the movie yeah Mm -hmm. like of all of the really gross things in this movie that was the thing that grossed me out the most because I was like (laughs) that doesn't look like honey and I I it took me a while to understand that that was honey even though honey is in the title of the movie Uh, and I was just like I don't know what this clear gloopy liquid is but you're shoving Mm. it all over your face and i don't like it Mm. um not my favorite but you know what Pooh's having a great time so enjoy your life buddy maybe if we just gave him some honey he'd be satisfied i mean he's out for blood and he might be out for honey too i mean it's in the title you know (laughs) i really wanted to see yeah i wanted to see like a like a blood and honey like shot or something you know like I wanted to see him really having fun with both blood and honey like (laughs) it's like you like mix them together and create a really cool cocktail or something to like unwind (laughs) after his murderous rampage I don't know like I just feel like there were so many fun things they could have done with that yeah instead we could like doesn't have enough fun no it does not it has zero fun zero it needs to take itself either a little less seriously or like really lean into the the awesome intense IP mm-hmm. stuff that yeah. you do here. Or just be like absolutely ridiculous, like so over the top. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I want super ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we get a little taste of it with yours too. <sighs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good, yeah. but man, that was that was wild. Yeah. And like some human brain had to think this up. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and we okay. get a second film too. So we do, which I'm so curious. The second one. Yeah. What are you hoping to see in the second one? 
uh, let's see, some logical choices from female characters. Um, yeah. Fewer boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, how about some, uh, I don't know, character development? How about mm. some distinctive character traits? Mm. Um, I would like to see somebody <laughs> back uh, successfully. Um, Ooh, yeah. Other than Christopher Robin. Well, yes, Christopher Robin is still alive. Mm-hmm. He, he is a villain, so he can be taken out. But I want a, a female character to then conquer Pooh and whoever else comes. Oh, um, like Prey-esque. Yes, yes. Mm. I would like to see the Prey version of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey is basically what I want. Just swap out the 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 head the head part and slap a pot belly on the predator. <laughs> Perfect, we got it. Excellent. Do you want to see Pooh being the the mob boss of Hundred Acre Woods? Yes. Cool. Yeah, all the woodland creatures. Yeah. He recruits an army. <gasps> Ooh, oh my gosh. Okay. All of the chipmunks okay. from like Snow White. You could throw in some <laughs> of the birds and the mice from Cinderella. He's raising up an army. Okay. 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 So I have a, I have a premise for your army. So okay. a developer has come in and bought the hundred acre wood and they're going to level it to like build something. So Pooh amasses this army to save their home. And oh. thus becomes the hero. Yes. This is about gentrification. Yes. So good. Yeah. yeah. Gentrification. And he accidentally he kills all of the developers, but like yeah. for a good cause, you know? Absolutely. Got to protect the environment. You know, there's the eat the rich oh, yes. thing. Like we got some mm. good themes here that are relevant to our world today. Mm. Maybe they're building a, a huge conference center for the 100 Acre WoodCon. And Pooh's like, oh. I don't want this. I don't want to be honored in this way. Why yeah. don't you understand my needs? Ooh, that's good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is almost okay. like Emperor's New Groove-esque, you know, with, with the building of the amusement park for the king. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. Amazing. Oh, it's so good. That would actually be funny if they they bought the 100 Acre Wood to plow it to build a Disney park. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, let's roast some big, big corporate entities while we have while we're at it. I love it. Oh man, that'd it. be great. What I want to see in this sequel is I want Tigger to come for Pooh. I want to see Ooh. a Pooh v Tigger like face off, okay? Like Creed style, you know, or yeah. like maybe maybe in the spirit of what's that movie we watched? Kong versus Godzilla. Like, I just yeah. want to see them fight each other. Oh, that would be That's great. That's all I want. No humans in this movie. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just a just a face-off. I like it. Okay. Okay. Maybe. They're very different strengths, you know? Yeah. Different fighting styles, different strengths. Yes. So maybe the reason why we didn't see Tigger in this one is because he has a turf somewhere else. And so they've they've divided the 100-acre wood so that each has their own territory. 
And now we're mm. going to have a turf war between Tigger and his peeps and Pooh, who is sadly now without his piglet. But maybe Pooh orchestrated this whole thing Ooh. so that piglet would die. You know, he's got to take him out, but he can't do it with his own bare hands, you know? So he manipulated the humans to take out his Ooh. arch nemesis. Okay, yeah. okay. This is this is this is good. This is like yeah. the five families, you know, and they're like fighting yeah. for power yeah, over the absolutely. the boroughs. <laughs> mm. Okay, this tracks. I, this I tracks. like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it was Pooh, Tigger, Rabbit, and Owl, and Piglet. Now Piglet's out. There's only four families left. Yeah, who will win? Mm. Only one can survive. Uh, okay. Any other any other thoughts about Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey before we wrap up? Um, I don't think so. There are like so many. How 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 can I choose? <laughs> no, I think uh, this has been. Oh, actually, no. There is one more thing. So apparently, uh, Pooh has a bunch of bees flying around him. In certain scenes, and I really love the idea of Pooh having an army of killer bees at his disposal that he can dispatch wherever mm. he wants to go. And I really wish that the movie had leaned in on that because they clearly show a bunch of bees following him around. Why would you not have your bees sting somebody to death? Like, that's a great inventive way to kill somebody, and it was right there. You almost oh, got yeah. it. That yeah. is just a miss. Mm, yeah no that's that's true missed opportunity of ip i mean the hunger games could do it with the that hello no yeah study up people (laughs) (laughs) or maybe they're like drones you know they're like killer drones and they like spy Mm. they go out and spy and bring back information yeah okay i like this this is great it's very good it's very good. It would just be fun to watch these different characters have their own brand of fighting style. Oh, and yes. And then we could have a gauntlet with all of them. Yeah. Piglet's already out. Piglet, sorry, yeah. Piglet. You got, like, outsmarted. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Because the strengths of Owl versus Rabbit yeah. versus so Tigger different. versus Pooh. Very different, right? Mm-hmm. I like it. This, I would like yeah. to see that. I think that that would be fun. <laughs> all right. Well... We went on quite a journey here. <laughs> I think this is our best episode yet. What do you think? Oh, oh yeah. One. 10 mm-hmm. out of 10. No notes. Pure foolishness. It's 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 uh, hilarious to me that we're going to go from this to Killers of the Flower Moon next week. Well, and we just reviewed past lives. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have gone on <laughs> such a journey this month. Yes. Uh, it's a wild roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was the perfect palate cleanser, don't you think? <laughs> it's the equivalent of like know. the lemon sorbet in the middle of your meal before your next course. <laughs> we, we can call it that. It it was an experience for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, this is our review and discussion and absolute shenanigans as we discuss Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. You're going to find it available for free to stream on Peacock. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Movies and Us. 
Our name sums it up. We're all about movies and the powerful ways we connect with each other and the world around us. This podcast is about all of us and our shared stories. Everyone is welcome here and we're so glad you hung out with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows. Drop us a review, letting us know all of your theories and hypotheses and thoughts about Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. You can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at MoviesInUsPod, or you can email us at MoviesInUsPod at gmail.com. We will be back next week to discuss a true cinematic gem of a film that I'm so excited about by Scorsese. Killers of the Flower Moon is here very soon. We're excited for that one. We hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you next week.